G'day Greyhound fans, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to this week's edition of Behind the Boxes. We'll be previewing the 11 race card at Wentworth Park with our formalist Ray Magoo McGavin in just a moment. And we had a big Saturday night last week at Wentworth Park. Magoo, welcome to you. What about, how many stories came out of that night? Yeah, it was a champagne night of uh, racing Duke and, um, yeah, well, some were drinking champagne. It was uh, flat lemonade for a couple like myself. Uh, but luckily, I, um, I'm a big fan of Chumbawamba and it's like get knocked down, get up again, and that's what I'm going to have to do this week. And anyway. I tell you who was drinking champagne, Sue and Brian Barton after the very emotional victory of Windra All Class in the Group 1 National Futurity, Sue was hospitalised the day before and I'm sure a lot of people know her story. If you don't, uh, Sue unfortunately has been diagnosed with uh, stage 4 terminal brain cancer. She made it to the track. She was only five or six metres away from where we were broadcasting and i got to tell you, Magoo, it's probably the most emotional night I've had as a broadcaster on air. Uh, it was just – it was amazing, mate. Mate, the old axiom of there is a God, we use it, you know, flippantly, but um, but you you could tell even talking to you last week, Duke, and, and I think I even said, like, if there's a race I wanted to get the tips wrong, it was that one, uh, because, yeah, they're the, they're the nights that uh, special memories are made of, and, you know, it's, uh, I don't think there's anyone, back the winner or not, could have uh, begrudged that win of Winder All Class. No, the National Derby, uh, boy, have we seen a star of the future here in the shape of Victor Damien after, I must say, Magoo. Um, I tipped it, you potted it. 100% Duke, like, you know, sometimes you just you, you stick your head in that lion's den and it gets uh, bitten off. And uh, I was all over Damien, as I said, just off the tapes the week before, but... I envisage the race might be, you know, run a little bit differently. I got it sort of half right. I'm not looking for an excuse, but I thought uh, you know, Reggie Gardol's dog would uh, outpace Victor Damien early, but the four inside runners just weren't there. And so when uh, when they went around the turn one, two, it was uh, bye-bye Magoo and um, you cop your medicine. And as I said, you, <laughs> you aim up again this week and see what we can do. Group one, Pearl, uh, pause of thunder. Pearl did what most people, including Andy Lord, told us that she'd do which we relayed on the broadcast last week. She bounced out, kept her unbeaten record from Box 8 intact and she has been nominated for the Temley at the Meadows, Andy tells me this morning. Yeah, I heard um, <laughs> I heard a remark about silence the knockers. I'd like to know where the knockers were, seriously. Um, Dolly Parton's got knockers, but um, <laughs> Pearl's got... <laughs> Pearl's got none, mate. Like, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things that you, you can't <laughs> tip them all... She was three fifty into three dollars, Magoo. Hundred percent. So you know the, the, those those knockers got plenty out of Pearl, and like you know, there's there's no knocking of a champion. It's just a matter of you know, you've you've got to you've got to go one way. You flip a coin, and um, most got it right. That's the thing. So yeah, leave me out of the knockers call. How about Tuesday night at Gosford? We had the heats of the inaugural running of the six hundred. Uh, again, Jody and Eddie Lord to the four, winning three heats, qualifying with Silver Luck as well. Uh, punters banded equal the 2019 track record held by Blue Moon Rising. 
$25,000 to the winner of the final. And that Gosford race meeting replaces Wentworth Park next Saturday night. Yeah, it's a nice way to uh, tick off the 600-metre, you know, box that was um, punted Bandit's maiden 600 win after a couple of solid placings. Just gives that impression or, you know, run the 600 and up until Gosford, which was a, a wow statement, hadn't done so. But, uh, you know, first prep, they can do that. Um, yeah, very, very strong win. Going to have to back up from Wentworth Park on uh, Saturday night, this one we're covering. To, to win again at Gosford. All part of the plan, Andy told me this morning. It was all part of the plan to have a race in that and then go back to Gosford. All right, uh, let's get into our preview for Wentworth Park on a Saturday night. 11 race card kicks off at 6.08pm with a one to two winners. Uh, $3.10 about Swift and Sassy from box two. My mate James for Belly from box eight at $3.60. Jonah Love $4.40 from box seven. Nice and tough way to kick off this meeting. Yeah, not, not a lot of meat on the bone at 310 with Swift and Sassy. I've put it on top. Well, you know, there's a couple of reasons. One, the, the sole, no, this, this one of two winners in this lineup. Uh, Belly's Dog was the other one, but it won a maiden. Uh, Swift and Sassy has only just recently left the Dave Smith kennel. And um, I've got a feeling they're going to set this dog over 600 very shortly. Um, but with a bit of luck into the first corner here. She'll be very hard to, to run down and or just sit off the pace anyway. The inside dog, Anya Sonia's got um, – or Sub-Zero Sonia's got zero pace. So if Swift and Sassy just holds a spot to the first turn, it might just be a process of elimination and uh, she might be too good. Yeah, the two from 20 scares me a little bit into taking the short odds. I'm going to go with uh, my mate James who, as you said, won a maiden at uh, Wenty couple of weeks back going 30 and 38 had no luck in the final last week behind zipping jay to miss the start box eight might be a blessing for it and as said trained by one of the best in the business in mark bell so i'm tipping number eight my mate james in the opener magoo is tipping number two swift and sassy second event on the card it's a grade five two and three are both scratched from this a shorty comes up here in tommy cade from box six at a dollar 33 Sweet City Gal off the inside at 5.50 and go forward, Layla. The same quote from box number five. Hard to see anything beating Tommy here, isn't it, Magoo? 100%. Duke, like short but sweet should be the uh, the scenario here, two for two. When he last win was very gritty because had box three and just um, found bother early but overcame that. Previous win was just... Oh, huge pace out of the lids and uh, box six is Tommy's go. So, yeah, I think you'll uh, yeah be dollar thirty, dollar thirty three or something. You'll you'll just be getting a little bit of uh, investment on your money, but should be winning Tommy's. Yeah, small field as well. Uh, Greyhounds in boxes two and three are scratch. Foxy, Foliarchy, and Sinister Dreams, and uh, Tommy Cade owned by. Pete Spiteri, and as she said, that 13.05 maiden victory was very impressive, but no meat on the bone there. We're both tipping number six in race two on the card. Third event is a grade five. We've got a scratching here early of number two, Rocket Force. Oro Rojo from box four is the on-top pick with the corporates at the moment around the 3.30 quote. Mount Gow from box eight went around in the Futurity final last week, second pick at 3.60. Yeah, well, that scratching's even uh, throwing me a little bit, Duke. I did the early scratchings this morning and uh, didn't have Rocket Force out, so it was my on-top 
pick at that stage. But um, I'm going to stick with my second selection here, and I know it's a dog you tipped last weekend, the Jai's a miss. Um, might just be one of those dogs that's, you know, just not a Wentworth Park dog, but uh, her provincial form is just outstanding and should win a race at Wentworth Park. Now, with uh, Rocket Force out, we'll get that little bit of extra room to move. Runaway Messi's coming off a 700 run at Wentworth Park on Wednesday night, so might just be able to lob the fence. There's a lot of, there's a couple of these that are in that same uh, boat as um, Energizer Misses, non Wentworth Park winners with Elgier and Bandit Butch. So, yeah, I. I was opposing Oro Rojo big time early because there was just no pace there from his last start off um, an inside alley when favourite. But it comes into the mix now. But, yeah, by default, I'll stay with Energizer Miss too. Yeah, she is a, a dropout run home greyhound. Her form at Nara was good. I thought she was only average last week um, from an inside draw. I'm going to go with Mount Gower, Magoo. Um, look, two starts back, a, a really good second behind Baby JC. We know this greyhound's got a stack of early pace. One, two of three off the outside draw. And I just thought that experience from last week coming into this, into a grade five, which is obviously easier than last week. I'm going to tip number eight, Mount Gower. All right. Race number four is the Bob Graham Memorial. And a couple of shorties here, particularly off the inside box. We've got Oreo Ethics from box number two at 220, second pick in the market. The perfectly drawn, I thought, number one, Sir Banjo. I'm a fan of Oreos, the biscuit and the dog, actually, because uh, I just think that, you know, they'll go into the first turn one, two. The win by Oreo Ethics at Tamora was very, very strong just to tick outside the record the other day. So, you know, a flip of the coin job, I, I didn't think they'd be, you know, that there'd be that much disparity between them in the betting early. But, uh, yeah, Oreo Ethics was my early tip, but nothing between it and Sir Banjo for me. All right, I am tipping Banjo off the inside. Uh, he's won four and been placed another eight times at Wentworth Park. I know his owner, Andrew Verazdi, has been frustrated like anything with with awkward draws, but he's come up with a couple of inside boxes at his last two. He won off the rails here last time out in 30 and 23. I just thought he might get that run through. And, you know, at around the $3 quote, I, I, I think I'll be backing him, Magoo. All right, race five kicks off the quaddy. It is a third and fourth grade event, and we've got reflections off the rails at the on-top pick with the corpse at around $1.70. Coco Model and Aglan Luai, who returns to town, both at $6. Remember this from box four at $8. Yeah, well, pardon the pun, but have a good look at yourself if you take 170 reflections. <laughs> I did tip it on top, but... Like $1.70 is a little bit too skinny for mine. I know she has a real penchant for Wentworth Park, six of her seven wins at Wenny. But, you know, Coco Model's not going to, you know, do her any favours early. If she leads, she probably wins the race. But I've got huge respect for Aglan Luai, who uh, hasn't been back to Wentworth Park since the MDC final, where he ran a creditable fourth in that race. So, you know, there's going to be a little bit of pepper in this race early with the likes of Remember This, who does stay up the track. So probably not going to, um, you know, worry reflections too much as far as putting pressure on down to the rail. But, yeah, I, I just think that, 170 is a bit too short for mind you. I can understand, you know, her being favourite because she did finish three and three-quarter lengths behind She's a Pearl in the Group 100%. 1 under last week. Um, but as I say, off the inside, she's had a couple of goes for one win. She has got early pace, but 
uh, Kogo model, which steps probably eight times out of ten, will also show pace in the early stages. I'm going to tip Aglan Luai, right? Um, 20, yeah. 29.65 best here at the track. Now, last start, I got beat three and a quarter lengths by return Mac at Dubbo in a 400-metre race. You probably say, oh, yeah, fair enough. New track record by return <laughs> Mac in that event. Aglan Luai is a six-time winner here. Uh Million dollar chase finalist and that. I just thought it's box to get. As I say, remember this or want to stay up the track a little bit. Coco model's going to show pace. I just thought that Aglan Luai might just hop straight onto the fence and be tracking either Reflections or Coco model down the back straight. And again, you know, when you look at his form, he's he's now, you know, probably if, if you look at it this way, he's probably fourth up after a spell. Had a run early December, then he had a run on the 7th of January, 14th of January. So he's probably third up and, and Jay has brought him to town. I think this is a really nice race for him if he can hop onto the fence. Yeah, those Dubbo runs just would have been fitness runs due for sure and certain. And, um, you know, as I said, the dollar seventy two short for mine reflections and I had tipped Agnelon Luai second anyway. So, I mean, at the at the six bucks or so, I can see why you're keen to be on Aglan Luai to, to oppose the faith. Yeah, and there has been money for him. He did open up around that eight or nine dollar quote. So, Magoo, you're with Reflections? Yeah, with Reflections, but as I said, no value at the 170. All right, race five, number one, Reflections for Ray. Race five, number three, Aglan Luai for myself. All right, let's head across to race six on the card. This is a grade five final, and the favourite here is number two, Akai Princess at $3.30. Number eight, Tequila Bandit is an early scratching. Uh, second picks in the market, three sixty each of two. Rachel's Tears from box three and Raglan Beach from box four. Another tricky race, I thought, Magoo, and not a lot of value. Yeah, it's um, probably helped a little bit by the fact that it's a you know final for the, the Ferrisex Duke, so you can pretty much line their form up just on their last runs. Uh, shrewd camp, Georgie Borg, he's a smart, smart man. And and I thought maybe they just got it wrong when they uh, threw this bitch in at, uh, you know, she run third to win draw class in the heat of the futurity. But George is no dummy and he must have known this bitch has got ability. She derived plenty from that run and the 850 was a, like juicy odds last time. So I've gone her on top just given the fact that she's now only had this will be start number eight on Saturday night. So she's got plenty of upside. And, and as I said, a real, real rat for George as a trainer. And I think Raglan Beach, who forget about it leading this time, it, it was money for Jam when it found the uh, bunny early last start. But it, it's got more um, strength than most of these. So I think it's the danger. But uh, Akai Princess, just with that natural improvement, too. Yeah, I find it hard to disagree with you, Magoo. And as said, Georgie Borg is a good trainer. He's been a good trainer for a long while. I remember when he was a kid selling tickets at Paul Cucci's trial track at Kellyville. Hasn't aged. Has not aged a bit. Hasn't aged, mate. It's that Maltese blood, see. And hasn't forgotten how to prepare a winner either, let me tell you. So in race number six at Wentworth Park, both Ray and myself are with number two, Akai Princess. Race number five, we've got early – race number six – hang on. Jesus, where am I up to? Race seven. Seven. Right, thank you. <laughs> it's a grade five event and boxes seven and eight have been scratched already in the shape of Ollie Impact and Massimo 2XL. 
Favourite here off the inside is number one Troopers Tears at $2.30. $2.90 Cartel Model from Box 6. $5.50 Brother Onyx from Box 4. Yeah, I'm opposing both favourites. I'm going with Brother Onyx, who I thought's run behind Cartel Model was a ripper. Only beaten less than a couple of lengths. It was 1.75 away. Never, never stopped trying. And Cartel Model in that race had Box 1. But Cartel Model... It is a good dog, Duke. It's going to be a dog down the track that you're going to see a very, very... I reckon it'll win a good race down the track. But I just got a feeling at the moment it's still going through its gears, just still learning. Box one helps, so I was opposing it off box six. I could get it totally wrong. But I don't want to come into 240 or so Trooper Tears. Why? You know, this this is a good litter. This is a good litter. We talked about Georgie Borg being a good trainer like... Michael Ivers is a legend. He's been a legend in this sport for a long while and he's got a, a really good litter at the moment. But I just he got the staggers the other night at Wenny after leading about eight off the back. So 30 dead. I, I don't know if they if they get up close to it early. I think it's a little bit vulnerable myself at the 240. So I'm going Brother Onyx. And I just didn't early find a spot for the cartel model. Probably can now with a couple of scratchings on its outside. But... Yeah, I'm going Brother Onyx to beat the Red Trooper Tears. And I threw in the kennel mate to Cartel model, Max Rocker, who's had a boom on it, but just not handling the start at Wentworth Park at the moment. All right, I'm going to tick Trooper Tears. I know it got beat or it led up by eight and then won by a quarter of a length, uh, running 30 even. That was its first run for two weeks after winning up the straight at Richmond in 1784. Good time. That was its first run for nearly three weeks after it won a maiden at 20 in 30 and 19. I just think, you know, we're, what, you know, 11 days after after that last run at Wentworth Park, 10 nights after that last run at Wentworth Park, I think she, he's just going to strip a little bit fitter. Uh, ran 5.45 to the first mark. You'd think he leads on our map uh, off the inside and... I agree, he's not, a, he's not a lot of value, but he might be a lot of value after the race if he runs 29.8. So Magoo is with number four, Brother Onyx, in race seven. I'm with number one, Trooper Tears. Race eight on the card is the Road to the Egg final. This is for grade five, Greyhounds. Magoo, first and second, are exempt from ballot in the heats of the Golden Easter Egg. And the favourite for this, well, number one, matter of fact, is Scratch. So redeem our cash, uh, the first reserve will start from box number one, which is actually important when we look at race 10. Uh, Mia, she's fast, is second pick at $5. Punters Bandit at $2.70 from box three. Spring Patriot and Falcon Fly, also around that $5, $5.50. Quote, Punners Bandit, gee, just chasing the little backside off. Certainly does, Duke. Look, it's oh, tricky with a capital T this race because even even with matter of fact coming out, who I thought on the map was going to lead anyway, the dog that goes into box one now probably is just a replica of that dog as far as the pace element goes. So, you know, you're going to have the red or the reserve now as well as real and bluey dicing for the lead at the first turn. Hey, they didn't miss him last Let- week, did they? Real and bluey. Oh. What was it? Twelve dollars. The opening quote. Seven fifty on race morning. Started at uh, SP at four dollars. Yeah, well, he 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 was a dog. He was a he was a massive go before uh, controversially scratched before even a a ball was kicked in a maiden at the gardens one day. So obviously there's plenty of ability in the dog, but he's inside box 
uh, record isn't as strong as outside box runs. And some of those runs at Richmond off the inside were pretty average, actually. So I've gone for punters bandit mainly because you're talking about with her, you know what you're going to get. She's got that strength element. You know, and if they do dice up front, she lands a spot. Oh, she's just too strong. That, Ray. Like a win last Saturday night uh, from box four, handled herself beautifully. Oh, beautiful. Came out equal the track record at Gosford over the 600. Andy would have done, you know, not a lot with her since then. Um, she's got a 29.49 PB here. She's won seven from 14 at the track. Group two Gosford Gold Cup winner. Mia, she's fast. No, Seriously, Mia, she's fast, must know every oh. hair on Punners Bandit's oh. backside because she's chased her home the last three times. 100%. Look, the thing about Punners Bandit, you're talking about a dog and, and they really, Punners warm to these dogs like a remote control car, like, you know, early people. And I think we still, we still regard her as a middle tracker. But what I liked about last week was the fact that went back to the fence, you know, love dogs like that who will just, adapt to whatever situation's in front of them. And and that's what punters bandit is. So just in a race where they're just going to dice early, if, if she finds a stalking spot, she'll be too strong. As you said, poor me, she's fast. Like, you know, she'll be happy for punters bandit to continue over the 600 and give her a chance of winning one. Um, can't discount the yellow. The, the, the win was sensational off box five and just, just put a gap in them. Um, so Spring Patriot has to go into the mix, but yeah, Punners Bandit for me too. All right, same here. So that is race eight, number three, Punners Bandit. Race nine, the fast class race of the night, the free for all over the five twenty meters. Mortified uh, heads to the betting at the moment around the two eighty two ninety quote from box one, which it had in the Futurity final last week when finishing fourth. Windra All Class, the winner of the Futurity, uh, moves had box three last week, moves to box six, which I think is an even better box for its. This week it is at 460. 480 Yuko Girl, five dollars, one of your little favourites in Ibrox Wildfire, and six dollars about the pink hold me up. Sort of race where you it's like asking which kid you like the best in this race. I there's dogs that I'm a rat for in this race, and as you said, Ibrox is one of mine. And I'm gonna go with her. She went around in that uh, Gosford series that we've mentioned and was a creditable second of coast model at her first six hundred go. It was a field of three, so it was like a trial. She looked home halfway up the back, but just like they do, got that little bit of a stitch at the last 30 metres. Her Wentworth Park record, Duke, like 19 starts, missed a drum once. So seven wins and 11 placings. So at the odds each way all day, even though it's seven dogs. But look, you can have seven picks and or six picks and still miss the winner here, I reckon. I'm going to stick with Winter All Class. Uh, not out of sentiment this week, but you've um, got to, mate. You've got to. Well, she's got a vacant boxer inside. We know she wants to middle or wide track. The only caveat is fascinate Mel on the outside, which can absolutely come out running. But Winter All Class at its last couple here has gone five forty six, five forty eight, twenty nine eighty eight, twenty nine eighty six. Now, its PB here of twenty nine sixty seven, albeit in an easier grade. I get that. Uh, was from box number six. She's just, again, she handles, she rode a, a bump from baby JC at that first turn of the Futurity and then set out down the back after Victor Marley. And and I just thought that she went to another level in that run, Ray, that she showed that real grit and, and, and guts to to sort of offset baby JC and then set out after the after the leader. And her last bit, she was strong as well. And, and she's, 
well, she's raced exclusively at Wentworth Park throughout her career. Uh, 17 starts for 10 wins and two seconds. And But I do agree with you. You can have four or five picks and depending on what happens in the first 50 metres, you can still miss the winner. Well, we're both um, we're both dodge mortified, so you're probably in the same of the same opinion as me that the uh, there's no uh, no juice on that uh, to what did you say two sixty or something, Duke? Yeah, two ninety, Ray. I just think two ninety. I, I like it when she's drawn out wide and can carve across. Yeah, hundred percent. Even even though you look at the record, you say you know stats from box six are three wins and and two thirds, but I, I'm in agreement with you, and I think she showed that in the futurity final last week where they just miss at that that fraction and and that can be the end of them. All right. So you are with number two, Ibrox Wildfire. I'm with number six, Windra All Class. Takes us along to race 10. It's a fourth and fifth grade here. Now, a couple of important scratchings. Number five, Wing Chung Girl comes out and number seven, Redeem Our Cash. Uh, we'll start from box one in race eight. Uh, well, we're assuming it will. It's fastest qualifier, fastest reserve, so it should automatically go in. Uh, the favourite here, Nangarachi off the inside at 3.10. Can you smoke them from box six at 3.50? Nangar Molly from box eight at 3.90. And the only other one in contention with the bookies, number two, Chasing Fernando at $5.50. Yeah, originally get that out again. Originally, I had uh, was having a bit of a throw at the stumps with Redeem Our Cash because I thought the run last week in the heat of those uh, races we just talked about was was pretty good. But um, with it out now, um, I'm going Nengarachi mainly because of the draw, Duke. Um, you know, providing the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that that's my grandkids who cop ten percent of the prize money, mate. Let me tell you. <laughs> Jesus, I think I think I think the horn was because you're only giving them ten percent. I think that's where the horn sound come from. Ten percent, they've been ripped off there. You're kidding. <laughs> but if that providing, was all they got, I'd be doing well. Look, providing Archie can just like hold chasing Fernando into that run to the first turn, your bloke now becomes a big big player. But I know how fair income you are when assessing dogs, and even you said that the last run from Kenya was uh, a little bit disappointing. Yeah, it was. Look, we expected him to win. So that was Wednesday a week ago. Uh, He had box seven. It was a filthy end to the night. It poured raining just before their their race. He he carved straight to the front, had double Baroque on his outside, uh, and double Baroque just went past him. Now, they ran 29.84 in the rain. He ran 30 even getting beat, but... You know, he's run 29.67 there and they keep serving him up at short odds and uh, last week I tumbled into him and, as you know, tumbled into him heavily. Um, (laughs) I I, I guess, look, I spoke to Andy this morning. Andy just said, mate, you've just got to back up on the dog. He's a young dog. He's still learning how to race. I just want to see him win again, right? Um, I just want to see him get that confidence from winning. There's no doubting how much ability he's got. And Andy said from day dot, you know, he's a group class dog, but – he hasn't won in 10 starts now. 100%, mate. Look, there's, there's you know, anyone would want to have him in their kennel, but just racing without luck and and until that luck comes, it's a sort of dog and dogs are like that. When they get that little bit of luck, when they get that confidence win, they just go bang, bang. But just on last run where, okay, it was double broke, it was one over 600 and was right there. But I, I know you you guys, well, he is a 29.67 winner anyway. So 
you guys assess him as a 29-7 dog at Wentworth Park, and he's got beat, beaten after finding the front. So it opens up a little bit now with scratchings to his inside and out. But, um, yeah, not for mine at those odds, Duke, but, you know, I'll be cheering you home if uh, Nangarachi does get beat. I hope it's by your fella. Yeah, okay, so you're tipping Nangarachi. I'm sticking with Can You Smoke Them, number six. I think it's really crucial for him. The inside and outside box to him is now empty. Nangar Molly wants to stay up the track. Um, I just think he needs that confidence, right? I think he can if he can get a couple of lengths on him and get into his stride down the back straight, as you know, we've discussed, he is a 29-67 winner there. I just, as I say, I just want to see him. I haven't lost faith in him, but I just want to yeah. see him win again. So on with number six, can you smoke them in race 10? Brings us along to the last event on the card. It is a grade five over the 520 metres and the favourite and a deserved favourite is number eight, Double Baroque uh, from box number eight at 250 280 about got the feature from box one, $3 Black Abbott from box two. Uh, just so you know beforehand, Ray, I am labelling this my best of the night. Three from three from the outside, and as we just heard, uh, twenty nine eighty four best of night winner, uh, on a track that was probably by that time at least a tenth off. It had poured before Double Baroque beat. Can you smoke them? Um, yeah, well, don't don't think there was a um, a raspberry there when I had a bit of a Mister Ed impression. But seriously, two eighty or something got the feature. Leave me out of that. I'm with you. Like it hasn't won a race at Wentworth Park. It got the feature. No, four starts. Yeah, four starts for a couple of minors. Double Double Rope is a five-time Wentworth Park winner, three for three off the pink. I saw it as a racing two between Double Broke and Black Abbott, um, and and I had got the feature clear third, but at about a four dollar eighty chance. So huge unders for mine at two eighty, and I, I'm with you. I think it's one of the better bets of the night off the pink Double Broke. Yeah, been in outstanding form. We talk about Black Abbott comes off a twenty-four seventy-three win at Goulburn. Uh, over the 440 metres, first up for six weeks. The the big query of Black Abbott is his box manners. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, he's uh, got a motor, no doubt, but there's been a couple of those rate, uh, runs that went worth part where punnels will just say, well, you've got me for the last time, but um, they're the sort of dogs that will just come out and beat you when you're on something else. So the, the ability's there, but, you know, I think, both those dogs we're talking about, 29.84 and 29.83, Black Abbott and Double Broke. So it's a fair buffer on Got the Features 30 and 13. So I think I think the markets all, you know, work their way around to coming the pink and the checks well clear of Got the Features come race time. All right. As I said, my best bet on the night is Double Baroque in race 11. Magoo, what's your load-up bet? Ah, uh, look, after, after copping a bit of a pizzling last week for – a pretty substandard performance. I, I'm, I'm going to go Tommy Cade, even at the dollar thirty. But you're asking for a best, and I think it is the best bet of the night as far as a winner goes. So it'll it'll be my best bet of the night. All right, my knock of the night is Oro Rojo in race three. I just like to see this greyhound again drawn out wide on the track, and I don't think there's anything there at three dollars thirty. Yeah, well, fortune favours the brave, and and I, and I had a I had a crack last week, and and looked like you know, I'm still wiping the googie egg off the face with Victor Damien, but I'm going to pop Trooper Tears, Uh I know you've tipped it, but I, I just don't think there's any value at those odds, Trooper Tears, and I, I just think that 
if it's not Brother Onyx, it could be Cartel Model or Max Rocker that just gets too close and finishes over the top. So Trooper Tears, oh, geez, I can see Jeff Holland and those blokes. Are we giving it the No, they no, get the we cash. love it because last week, as you said, you tipped Victor Damien. We backed that. This week, oh, turn it up. This oh, week you're potting Trooper Tears. We're going to back it as well. So what about the what about the what about the I was like Eddie Charlton before last week. I was potting them from everywhere and they were just getting beaten. But you as I said, you you just put your head in. You're entitled to get it bitten off once or twice. That's what that's what the tip's all about. Yeah, well, McGee, you know the knuckles will come after you. <laughs> Those knockers, you've got to watch those knockers. Hey, listen, as I said, uh, next week our Behind the Boxes preview will be regarding the Gosford meeting. So good to see Gosford having a Saturday night meeting. The feature event there, Magoo, is the 600 worth six uh, worth 25000 to the winner. It's dead set the coast with the most, Gosford. Like, I love having a bit there on a Tuesday night. Form stands up, and, and that, is a, that is a ripper race, that 600. Oh, Magoo, we are out of time this week uh, for our Wentworth Park preview. Uh, good luck on the punt, buddy. Uh, let's hope you can redeem yourself this week. Same to you, Duke, and, and, and good luck with your boy. Can you smoke them? As I said, like, you know, folks who uh, own fast dogs, if my tip doesn't come to fruition, mate, I, I hope you win. Of course, you, you, know, you love your dogs, I know that. So yeah, good well, luck to you, man. Thank you, Magoo, and we'll catch you next week on Behind the Boxes, buddy. Good luck to everyone having a pun on Saturday night at Wentworth Park. Uh, 11 race car to set kicks off at 6.08 p.m. And don't forget, you can watch all the action live and free at thedogs.com.au. Head along to the website for all the latest news in Greyhound Racing. He was Ray McGavin. I'm Mark Chikloss. We'll catch you next week on Behind the Box. Thank you.